A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long with a bunch of demons. Do you really believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. <laughs> There's probably a, a balance between I believe you have to know Christ, but... God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. <laughs> For those who are gods by faith in his son. <laughs> Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's all. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. <laughs> and... Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name. Get out here right now. So put your trust in the sovereign risen king Who doesn't owe you one cotton picking thing And yet he still promises to furnish his disciples But we take what he's created and we turn him into idols I'll never back down, so how can I keep it in? But you'll never see me preaching the sin of TBM Yeah, spirit and truth is worship viewed in this chemistry But, but some are spewing distorted views of the Trinity Hey, what's up fam? It's uh, episode 23 of The Master's Dog, and I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. Uh, we are going to jump back to um, looking at uh, Faith and Beliefs from Saints Unscripted. David is going to talk about, and we've talked about it a little bit, he's done a couple of videos on the priesthood. Um, he is now going to talk about which church holds this priesthood um, that isn't necessary. So um, we're going to just jump right in. We're going to try to keep this one short because uh, it's late and I want to go to bed. So we're going we're gonna to jump right in. So here is David. And he is going to talk to you about the priesthood. Hey guys, so in a past episode I talked about what the priesthood is and what the difference between the Aaronic and Melchizedek priesthood is. In this episode I really just want to drive home just how important this issue is. On this all depends. If you're a Christian, you really need to decide where you stand when it comes to priesthood authority. You must choose. Choose wisely. You need to decide for yourself, is the priesthood really a thing? If it's not, then whatever. If it is, where is it? 
Now, obviously, I'm going to give you the Latter-day Saint perspective on this issue. I admit up front that I'm totally biased, so don't just take my word for it. Study this out for yourself. Because in my mind, the question of priesthood authority is like, one of the top three most important issues you need to take a stand on before going all in with whichever faith you choose. So let's do this. So just to recap what the priesthood is, bear with me through a little metaphor. You remember Joseph of Egypt. His 11 brothers sell him to some Ishmaelites. There's lots of singing and dancing. He ends up interpreting Pharaoh's dream, and then we get this in Genesis 41. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand. Anciently, that was a big deal. If you wore the king's signet ring, you had authority to act in the name of the king. He bore a strange ring. Isildur's heir, the lost king of Gondor. You're part of the king's government. If you didn't have that ring and you tried to make some declaration in the name of the king, that act is not binding because you had absolutely no authority to do that. I order you to be quiet. Order? I think he is. I'm your king. Well, I didn't vote for you. The priesthood of God is like that signet ring. And we see throughout the Bible Christ metaphorically giving these signet rings out to his disciples as he ordains them to the priesthood. Luke 9 says, Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Okay, so here's where we're going to jump in and stop. Um, I apologize if you're watching the video. It was kind of weird that the, um, the YouTube video that we're watching from Saints Unscripted was kind of choppy there. The sound went is great, so if you're listening online not an issue um, but if you were watching it was a little choppy it's still a little choppy I don't know maybe my internet is a little goofy or something tonight so um, but here is the deal he ordained the priest the not the priest the the apostles and um, sent them out but nowhere does it say ever anywhere does it say that they were ordained to the priesthood of any kind of priesthood because with the fact that we're still here and we're still with Christ, we are still in the Old Covenant. Um, the New Covenant hasn't been made yet. Under the Old Covenant, priesthood was only given to the descendants of Levi, and the high priests were only the descendants of Aaron. So, they... <laughs> That this priesthood, that the disciples were not given any kind of priesthood because they weren't in the lineage of anybody that could hold it. So the fact that he says that they were ordained to the priesthood is false. There is nothing scriptural that says that they were given any kind of priesthood. Yes, he was giving them, giving them authority as his disciples. But the authority, again, the things that they were doing, were, did not require a priesthood. The priesthood was the mediator between God and man. It was the man who was required to make sacrifices on behalf of the Israel to God. He made, uh, we're going to look at Hebrews here in a minute, but he made sacrifice on his own behalf and then on behalf of the people um, for his sins and theirs. That's what the priest did. That is all that the priest did. We don't see 
anywhere scriptural where priests were doing endowments, weddings, any of the things that the Mormon priesthood does today, none of that, none of that is, is seen scripturally. So Jesus was ordaining them. Yes, they were ordained to be ministers. They were ordained to preach. He was sending them out, giving them authority. But it wasn't a priesthood authority. This, this fabrication that a priesthood is required to have authority doesn't show up anywhere. Because even in the, in the line of the prophets and so on, they were not Aaronic priests. They were not Levitical priests. Isaiah, Elijah, Ezekiel, we don't see anywhere where any of those guys were priests. None of them. So this idea that authority comes through priesthood is a fabrication from Joseph Smith. In Mark 3, and he ordained 12 that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach. In Luke 10, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place. Paul states his authority in 1 Timothy 2.7, whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. Paul doesn't say he's ordained as a, as a priest. He does not say that, that he's ordained and a priest. And now Paul would be New Testament, New Covenant. Paul would come in after the death of Christ. So if there were this now priesthood, Paul would have said that he was ordained as a preacher and an apostle and a priest. But he doesn't say that. As Christianity starts to grow, we see the apostles who hold priesthood authority start to ordain others. In Titus 1.5, For this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting, and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee. In Acts 14, and when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord. Okay, again, they're ordaining elders, not priests. This authority is real, and it is required for ordinances such as baptism to be binding. Baptizing someone in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost is making an official declaration in the name of the King. You have to have that signet ring for that to be binding. And in order to receive the priesthood, you have to be physically ordained by someone who already holds that priesthood. Chapter and verse, David. Chapter and verse. Show me. Chapter and verse. Jesus gave he Jesus has the authority and we are working under his authority. We he's in Matthew uh, twenty eight. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. He does not say anything about being priests, being ordained as priests in this priesthood. He does not. It's a chain of priesthood authority leading all the way back to Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. You don't receive it by just reading the Bible or through baptism. Having faith is powerful and can work miracles, but faith is not priesthood authority either. That's not how the force works. It reminds me of what Christ said in Matthew 7. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. 
And again, I, I find it very ironic that he would use this verse because this is taken out of context. And when it's put back in context, it's talking about those who believe that they are Christians. This is a, this is a, a verse of, of true and false converts to Christianity and that there are those who think that they are Christians and are out doing works trying to gain their own salvation. And Jesus is going to say to them, depart from me. I firmly believe that that everybody who dies believing the false doctrine of Mormonism is going to be among these people that hear these words because they're following after a false Jesus. They're following after a false Jesus. And so the real Jesus, and, and, and he knows who they are. You know, again, he's going to say, I, I never knew you, but he's going to call them by name. I, I, I emphatically say to you, David, that if you continue on in your belief in the, the deceptive teachings of Mormonism, the false teachings of Mormonism, that you will be one of these people that in that day say, Lord, did I not prophesy in your name? Did I not in your name cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then Jesus will profess unto you, I never knew you, David. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. This is not anything about uh, priesthood. This has nothing to do with priesthood. You put this back into context in the in the ver- in the chapter it it belongs in, and it has absolutely nothing to do with a priesthood. God is a God of order, and the priesthood is His government. We see it used throughout the Bible, both before and after Christ's death. That's a lie. We see it used before, but it wasn't the government. It was the the priests were only there to make intercession for the people. The government was different. The government was the kings. And I wouldn't even say the prophets were part of the government. They were speaking on behalf of God, but they weren't the government. This is this is absolutely a lie. And and David may believe that it is true, but it is a lie. It is a lie that has been delivered to him through the succession of false priests that have been passed down from Joseph Smith. Not from Jesus, from Joseph. Nowhere do we see the apostles and the prophets. Now, and, and absolutely, now when we get to the church age, the church government is elders and apostles and, and, and those who were, we have uh, prophets and teachers, apostles, evangelists, and so on. There is a, a church government that is there, um, but nowhere are priests mentioned in that. So it existed, but where is it now? There are generally three Christian trains of thought. The Catholic Church claims that priesthood authority has been passed down from Christ all the way down the line to the current Pope. I'm not going to dive into the history of papal succession and the problems I see with that claim because... I love and respect our Catholic friends, but you can decide for yourself. Well, and, and I'm glad you're not going to try to delve into that because there are a whole lot of things. And while I, I respect and love our Catholic friends, I have no respect for Catholic doctrine. It's false. As a, it is as false as LDS doctrine. And, and they, they use the same tactics to say, well, we have this succession. We have this, this regression of, of this and, and, Ultimately, there's all kinds of schisms and, and issues within it. Um, 
but yeah. If that claim is legitimate. During the Reformation, Protestant churches challenged Catholicism's claim to the priesthood. But since Protestantism broke off from Catholicism, they didn't have a claim to a direct priesthood line either, and they didn't like the culture in medieval Catholicism where only the clergy held the priesthood and everyone else was just a peasant. Bloody peasant! Oh, what a giveaway. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, eh? The result was what is now known as the priesthood of all believers, which essentially is the idea that anyone with faith in Christ has the priesthood. I would not say anyone who has faith in Christ has the priesthood. It, it is, there is a priesthood of all believers that all those that, and it's a whole, essentially it's, we have the authority to act under his name or we have the ability to act under his authority. That would be what I would, what I would say is the, the priesthood of all believers that, and we're going to get to this verse here in a minute where we, we see that, that scripturally it, it shows us that the priesthood that is as David is talking about it is no longer necessary but let him let him continue and then I'll finish talk about it a little more in this video I don't think scripture supports this belief but it's on the table for you to investigate for yourself the Latter-day Saint belief and my belief is that there was a general apostasy in the early church after the death of Christ and his apostles I talk more about that in this video but, in a nutshell, we believe that because of the wickedness of the people, priesthood authority was lost. But we believe it was restored to the prophet Joseph Smith in the 1820s by John the Baptist, Peter, James, and John the Beloved. Ultimately, it's up to you to decide what to do with the priesthood question. Check okay, so now again, it's convenient that we have no proof that anything, it was restored by ghosts, or they would say angels or whatever, but... Again, the only one of those men mentioned who could actually hold any kind of priesthood would have been John the Baptist because his dad was a high priest. So he is in the line of Levi. He is in the line of Aaron, um, obviously, that is there. So he would be the only one who could confer any kind of priesthood. But again, what we have here, and we're going to end with this, is um, the fact that Jesus did away with the priesthood. Uh, if we go to Hebrews 7, um, it says, The former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. So, again, we had a lot of priests throughout the old because they would die and a new one would have to come. So God initiated through the line of Levi, the Levitical priests, that there would be a priest in, in the temple to do the things that needed to be done. Verse 24, but he holds his priesthood permanently, we're talking about Christ, because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Again, that was the job of the priest, to make intercession for the people. Jesus is not dead. Jesus is our priest, and it says in Hebrews and other places, early, I want to say earlier in, in chapter 7, where it talks about that he is a, a priest. I don't remember what verse in 7, but it is, it's there. That he is a priest after the order of Melchizedek forever, and it's an untransferable priesthood, unchangeable. It can't transfer for one, from one person to another. It is for Christ to hold that priesthood forever, and no one else and in this, this literally says that the Aaronic priesthood is done. We have one high priest, 
and he is there forever and we operate under his authority he has the authority we have the ability to operate under it it's like uh again you know police and so on the authority comes from above and those who are underneath operate under that authority but it's not that they inherently hold the authority themselves so there's the deal with the priesthood that is what we're dealing with that is what the priesthood is about um if he got more into priesthood of believers, I would get more into it. And we got talked about that. Like he said, there's a, a previous episode where that is there. So uh, you can go back and watch that and see what that's all about. But the priesthood is in the church of Christ, in, in Jesus's church, because he holds the priesthood. He's done away. He fulfilled the need for the Aaronic priesthood because we are no longer under the law. We no longer have... The, the, the sacrifices because he made sacrifice once for all and now he stands as our great high priest in the order of Melchizedek forever unchanging untransferable never to be given to another being to hold that Melchizedek priesthood because Christ holds it forever so there you have it again like I said uh, earlier David and all my LDS friends, I encourage you to really, really look into this stuff. Look into the truth. Read the book of Hebrews. I mean, literally, the book of John and the book of Hebrews, if we had no other uh, books of the Bible, we could take John, and the Gospel of John, and Hebrews and put them together, and that would destroy the foundations and the false teachings of Mormonism between those two books. They, they decimate any of the false teachings that Joseph Smith presented. And then, you know, every other book just bolsters the fact that, that Mormonism is false. So I urge you, my LDS friends, to get out. Get out of the false religion. Get out of the church that cannot save you. Get out of the church that presents you with a false priesthood and in your temple ceremony, Satan himself in the temple ceremony, in the, in the presentation and the play, the theatrical presentation that happens there, says when, you, when he tells you to put on the green apron that this is a, the symbol of his priesthood. The priesthood that you are, are, are claiming to hold is Satan's. And it's not a real priesthood because Satan has none. I urge you, I know that's a, that's horribly offensive, but there you go. Um, get out. Please look into these things and get out. And Christian, we need to be we need to be reaching out to our Mormon friends and our Mormon neighbors, uh, and we need to be preaching the gospel at all times, and we need to use words because they are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Thank mm -hmm. you.